0: The opinions expressed on the Rob report are the opinions of the host, participating callers, and or listener emails, text, and or letters, and are not necessarily the opinions of WDAY or Forum Communications. 970 WDA am 93.1 FM. Welcome to your Friday afternoon. It's a uh, well, it's it's an abbreviated edition of the Rob report today. We're only going to do about 1245. We're going to have a uh, Cubbies game this afternoon. Jay Thomas is off. Uh, so we'll start pregame here at 1245, and until then, we're just going to do some open phones. We're going to have some fun, whatever's on your mind. What, what do you want to talk about? What's uh, what's bugging you? I want to hear from you. 701-293-9000, 888-970-9329. Email talk at WDAY.com. Uh, ben, how the heck are you doing?
1: Doing great, Rob. How are you?
0: Doing fine. I, today, ben, is your last day yes. uh, today. Last uh, day producing this show, yeah. Yeah. Although I suppose I, I know it's possible you could be filling in every once in while in the future, maybe. True. But uh, for the most part, uh, Ben, Ben, we're going to be going uh, switching over to Eric starting yes. uh, Monday, which will be fun. Eric's uh, produced the show before. He's great. He does a good job. He's uh, he's great. But uh, Ben, it's been a lot of fun working with you. Of course, it's been great being here, Rob. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. All right, uh, let's uh, let's find some things to talk about here. Uh, first of all, I, I was just reading, actually, just before I came on the show, uh, Stuart Rothenberg. He does the uh, Rothenberg Political Report, one of the uh, sort of a election year prognosticators, uh, somebody out there who's uh, you know looking at who, you know who's going to win this race, who's going to win that race. Uh, he, he did a he did a write up about the Senate races across the country. Here's what he had to say. About North Dakota Senate race, and I, I think what he has to say here is is true, and I think the reason it's because it's true is probably why the Heitkamp campaign tried to manufacture that story yesterday about uh, you know Congressman Kevin Kramer not allowing a constituent into his health care, uh, a constituent with pre existing conditions into his health care event earlier this week. That was a load of crap manufactured by the Heitkamp political machine, but we're. And, it, honestly, it seemed desperate. I mean, I think it meets the definition of flailing. And I think the reason why they're doing it is what I'm going to read to you right now. This is from Stuart Rothenberg reporting in RollCall.com. RollCall is a Washington, uh, D.C.-based uh, newspaper. Uh, I quote, the Republicans' best chance is in North Dakota, which Trump carried by 35 points two years ago. Democratic incumbent Heidi Heitkamp is a strong campaigner, but the state's profile, heavily rural, heavily Republican, and heavily white, puts her in a hole against challenger Kevin Kramer, the state's at-large congressman. Nathan Gonzalez's inside elections moved the race to tilting Republican in July, reflecting the challenges Heitkamp faces. This race certainly isn't over, but the Democrats' struggle looks uphill. I think that's absolutely right. I'm not saying Kramer's going to win right now, though. I, I, and I think it's been this way for weeks now. But right now, I think Senator Heitkamp's losing this race. I think she's got an uphill climb to win this race, and she's going to get desperate. And the one thing we know about Senator Heitkamp is when she wants to win an election, when she feels like she's losing, when she feels desperate, things get ugly. That's how she wins elections, is by inspiring hate for her opponents, pushing her opponents down in the mud. I mean, listen, she's a left-of-center Democrat running in a heavily Republican state. She doesn't win on the issues. What she wins on is personality. What she wins on is this one-two punch where she positions herself as this nice, nice lady, pragmatic person, just going to roll up her sleeve and go to Washington and work uh, – while her surrogates and her campaign and her brother and her media allies slime her opponents. That's how they win. So what we had earlier this week is we had an incident where Congressman Kevin Kramer and a group of other Republicans held a um, a press conference as as a rebuttal to some of the things Democrats are saying about health care. They're saying that Republicans' efforts uh, to repeal the, uh, the health care law, Obamacare, uh, was going to deny uh, it, what was that absurd number? It's going to deny like three hundred sixteen thousand 300, yeah. North Dakotans um, their their health insurance, which mm-hmm. is absurd. I mean, that's that's over forty percent of the state. According right. to the Democrats are going to have their health insurance at risk if, uh, if, if, if the health care is overturned. It's a, it's a stupid talking point. As a matter of fact, I was just reading politifact.com, uh, fact checked it. Uh, they got a half true on that. They're saying, you know, it, it might be true that some of those, cause that what that number is, it's the number of people with pre-existing conditions. But the simple fact of the matter is more than 80% of North Dakotans get their health insurance through either the government or for the most part, empl- their employer plan. And those always covered pre-existing conditions. Government plans always covered pre-existing conditions, even before Obamacare. So the idea that that all those hundreds of thousands of people were going to be at risk is absurd. But anyway, Congressman Kramer, U.S. House candidate Kelly Armstrong, Lieutenant Governor Brent Sanford, Insurance Commissioner John Godfrey, and Attorney General Wayne Stenjum held a press conference. I think they held it at the North Dakota Farm Bureau building. Uh, They held a press conference to, to sort of do a rebuttal on that uh to democrats now what happened is is a democratic campaign operative by the name of mary renick i think that's how you pronounce her last name mary renick uh she showed up uh along with some other protesters and tried to get access to the event now obviously their intent if they get in there they want to try to create some youtube moment right they want to get they want to go in there and, uh, and ask some loaded question or, or, or otherwise right. create a scene for, for YouTube that then the Democrats could capitalize on. Kramer campaign didn't let him in the door. And I don't blame him. Now, what happened there is Mary Reddick. Who, by the way, is a Democratic campaign operative. Uh, she was a delegate to the Democratic, uh, state convention in Grand Forks earlier this year. Uh, she is regularly quoted in press releases from Senator Heitkamp's Senate office. Uh, she's actually appearing in campaign ads for the Clinton aligned super PAC Priorities USA. Mary Reddick is in the ads. I mean, this is not, this is not just some run of the mill average Joe Blow citizen. This is a political operative. She was set there. The Kramer campaign didn't let him in. I don't blame them for not letting her in. I, I don't. I don't think any campaign is um, is obligated to allow an operative working for you know the, the opposing campaign to come in and disrupt things. Right. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's if if uh, if a Democrat wanted to to shut down you know a, a Republican party operative uh, from coming in and, and disrupting their event, I wouldn't blame them. But here's it's it's really interesting because I, I think the way they handled this, the way the Heitkamp political machine handled this, is an interesting peek behind the curtain for how they work. Because what happened is 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 Rennick and, and some other they, they show up at um at, at the Kramer press event and they try to get in, they get denied. Uh so then they turn around and they go on Senator Heitkamp's brothers radio show. And he makes a big stink about it, and they oh, oh, Kevin Kramer won't let a constituent in. He won't let a constituent in, a constituent with pre-existing conditions. He won't let him in the press event, uh, and, and so they make a big stink on on uh, on camp propaganda radio. Then the height camp campaign uses the audio of that interview, right, and set, pitches, then pitches it out to other media, saying, "Oh, look at what happened. Here's an interview. There was a." Kevin Kramer was—he's afraid to talk to a constituent with pre-existing conditions. And they hope the articles just kind of write themselves, then. Right, and then yeah. from that point they just—and now you've got a couple of layers, and uh, and now they are hoping that the articles just just write themselves. No, I, I, in fact, I think this—I think this backfired, and I wrote a rebuttal to it yesterday, saying, uh, pointing out, hey, uh, this was a put-on. But I—I I think it's—I think it's illustrative. I think it's informative for how the Heitkamp political machine works. How they use their resources in the media, how they use their, um, you know, how, how, to, to, just to try to manufacture a negative headline for Kevin Kramer. That's what this was about. In baseball, you talk about, like, manufacturing a run, right? Right. Where where somebody gets on base, and then you bunt them over, and then you, you get a single, bring them on. I mean, you, mm-hmm. you try to manufacture a run. This was them trying to manufacture a headline. This was, They're trying to manufacture a scandal, manufacture a, a controversy using a political operative, using the Senator Brothers radio show. And the whole thing, and it's it's actually kind of interesting because they've got a blog out there too, right? Have you read this this ND explains thing? So this this blog out there is written by an employee of the senator's brother. And every time you turn around, you know the the you look at social media, the Democratic operatives. I've I've looked at the actual traffic numbers, and hardly anybody's reading this this thing. It's. Not well written, but it's 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 a former Democratic state senator who's now in the employ of Senator Heitkamp's brother writing blog posts, which in turn are then promoted all over the place by the Democratic operatives working on behalf of Heitkamp. I mean, it's it's a neat little operation they got going on, and it's 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 a noise machine. I mean, that's what it they is. They've, they've cranked it up to full volume now. But it's ridiculous, and they've they've created this talking point now where Kevin Kramer uh, supposedly is afraid to talk to, to some of his constituents. Uh, but it wasn't really, I think, what most of us would think of as just a citizen off the street. This was a political operative, and the whole thing was a put off right. by a candidate who who claims to be above. Such partisan, you know, crass part partisan maneuvering, right? I mean, Senator—that's how Senator Heitkamp likes to posture herself. Uh, but that's what she does. I mean, that's the one-two punch. Uh, her 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 surrogates and her operatives all do the dirty work, and she just kind of floats above it all. It's—I mean, you—you've got to admire it. I mean, I'm, going back to the uh, Stuart Rothenberg analysis I just read, which said that Heitkamp's struggle looks uphill from this point. He said she's a strong campaigner. She is. She's one of the most gifted politicians our, our state's ever elected. And, and the interesting thing about it is even as she is a hugely skilled politician, she tries to pretend like she's not a, a crafty conniving politician. She's good at it. 701-293-9000, 888-970-9329. Email talk at WDAY.com. Call her. Matt, you're on. What's up?
1: Hey, so, am I to believe then? At no time did anyone disclose the, the actual identity of the supposed constituent that wasn't let in that she was that worked for the campaign.
0: I I don't know. I mean, I wasn't there. I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, she's a well-known figure in North Dakota politics. I'm sure the Kramer campaign well, what, people recognized her. What I
1: mean is, like, like on the in the interview uh, with uh, I uh, with Joel High and then again. Um, when this was disseminated by the hike camp campaign there was at no time did they say uh you know full disclosure this person actually works for the the I can't speak for the ICANN.
0: I can't speak for the interview I didn't listen to the whole thing uh, the hike camp campaign press release that they sent out did not did not identify this person as as a political operative <laughs> they described her as a as a as a constituent with pre-existing conditions they they uh Uh, they they called her like a a mother uh, with with pre-existing conditions. Uh, But meanwhile, she's actually appearing in ads for Priorities USA Action, which is a super PAC aligned with the the Clintons uh, who is currently in North Dakota running ads all over the place. As a matter of fact, they're the same ones, Ben. Remember we talked about it? They're the ones who hired uh, the actors to play cranky North Dakotans in the ad? Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's that that same group. It's
1: just an example of how selectively removing facts from a story is as misleading and damaging as an outright lie. Well,
0: it's a lie of admission, right? It's, it's a lie of omission,
1: right? It like it changes if the I... whole face of the entire story. I mean, if, if you said um, the, the, the campaign manager for the HICAM campaign was not let into a Kramer event, you'd be like, no kidding. Well, in this case, they just leave out the fact of the affiliation to the camp campaign. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, it is, isn't it? you know and I, and i should say that that her appearing i don't know if she works specifically with the height camp campaign but if you do a google search i mean she's a democratic party delegate uh she she's regularly been quoted as a uh, you know in 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 press releases from Heitkamp's Senate office, she's appearing in these ads for a Super PAC. Now, the Super PAC is not the Heitkamp campaign, but she's in the ads, you know, that, that are targeting, that, that are supporting Heitkamp. So it would be inaccurate to say that she works specifically for the Heitkamp campaign. It is accurate, though, to say that she's a Democratic okay. political operative aligned with Senator Heitkamp.
1: Okay, well, and the fact that a delegate, those aren't just your average constituents. Those no, those are, are party activists. partisan people.
0: Those are party I, activists. Yeah, those are those are heavily those are those are activists who are heavily involved in their party. And I want to be clear, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there's nothing wrong no, no. with getting involved in party politics, but it's just don't then portray that person as just, you know, some run of the mill uh, you know, person off the street who is trying to talk to Congressman Kramer about pre-existing conditions. Let's not pretend well, like nor, that's what this was. Nor
1: should you as a delegate yourself be at in any measure surprised that, that uh, Kramer wouldn't allow you into into that meeting. Into right. that, that press, I that, mean, if that, you're that, if you're a, if whatever, you're appearing, you're a vote, you cannot be surprised that you would not be allowed in there if you're a, a, a Democrat delegate.
0: If you were appearing in campaign ads for the opposition, then no, you're probably not just going to get in uh, to come disrupt his his his, his press conference. So, uh, yeah, thanks, thanks for the call, Matt. Appreciate it. 701-293-9000, 888-970-9329. Email talk at WDIY.com. Yeah, that was an attempt yesterday by the Heitkamp campaign to uh, to, dare I say, manufacture some fake news. <laughs> I think that's what they were trying to do. More to come straight ahead. We'll be right back.
1: A place that I thought that I... Welcome back, Rob Report,
0: 970 WDYAM, 93.1 FM, abbreviated version of the Rob Report today. So we're just doing some open phones. We're having some fun talking about... We're talking about the Senate race, which is... Uh, holy cow, we still got months to go on this thing.
1: Yeah. Well, is
0: it months now? Yeah, yeah months. we got to get through September and October. Yeah, mm-hmm. months oh <sighs> it's exhausting man every yeah. day it's uh it's boy it's and it's it's intense now we're still months away from election day you imagine what it's going to be like october i don't want to think about it i really don't i kind of do i mean because it is it is fun i mean listen i enjoy a good brawl i, I enjoy a. it's good interesting Dallas to watch for sure I, I think I think that's fun. I think it's fun to talk about. I think it's fun to write about. It gets mm-hmm. a little tough. I, I will say what we were just talking about in the last segment. This sort of thing bugs me, right? The sort of thing where we're just going to try to try to manufacture a gotcha moment, right? Because that's I mean that's I think that's all we're going to really see from the height camp campaign at this point. I mean it's just going to be about trying to manufacture a gotcha thing, whether it's true or not. It's trying to turn something you know height camp's opponent said into something dumb or whatever and um i you know I, I think that's indicative of a campaign that that feels like they're behind although i guess you could argue that even if they didn't feel like they're behind they should still campaign like they're from behind uh but anyway in the last segment matt called in and he asked you know did did the height camp campaign give any indication that this was a person um who who's essentially a a political operative or we're talking about mary Rennick and uh you know the the height camp controlled media at uh you know at another radio station in town and and all their their apologists and elsewhere their allies have been you know, flapping their gums about this, but this was a this was an attempt to to, to manufacture a gotcha moment. And this the um, this is how I'm reading now from the High camp campaign. This is how they described Mary Rennick. They said, "I quote Mary Rennick of Bismarck." Well, here I'll start from the beginning. Yesterday at a damage control press conference to rewrite history on his dangerous healthcare record, <laughs> they they lay it on thick, right? Dangerous, in the first dangerous, dangerous healthcare. Dangerous record. healthcare. Uh, the Kramer campaign threatened physical removal of his constituents with pre-existing conditions who wanted to ask questions of the congressman. Threatened physical removal. It's like, I think it sounded like, like Kramer's goon squad was going to beat right. these people up or something. Uh, Mary Rennick of Bismarck, who has one son with autism and a learning disability and another son with epilepsy and severe medical conditions, tried to attend Kramer's press conference and asked simple questions about Kramer's health care stance. Instead, Pat Finken, Kramer's campaign manager, told Mary and North Dakotans with periodic conditions to stay in the hallway, and that, constitu- and that the constituents would be physically removed from the building if they asked Congressman Kramer, Kramer a question. Um, yeah, for that, nowhere in here does it identify Mary Rennick as somebody who's already been appearing in, in camp, or me, anti-Kramer ads. Nowhere is it is it indicated that she's a, a Democratic Party operative uh nowhere is it indicated uh that she uh that she by by the way even attempted to ever ask kramer these questions before if i feel like people don't really have a problem getting questions into congressman kramer i mean he's on this show every week we don't screen the calls right people call in i have no idea what they're gonna ask they ask the questions he answers them he does it every week and not mm-hmm. just this show. He does it on radio shows across the state. Uh, he regularly holds town halls. I think it's a lot easier to ask Congressman Kramer a question than it is Senator Heitkamp. But that's what they did. They did a, you know, they, they tried to they tried to manufacture a little moment. I think this one blew up in their face. All right, gonna take another break. We'll be right back. Rob report nine seventy WDAY AM ninety three point one FM 888-970-9329. email talk at WDAY.com. dot com. Go go away. 70- Welcome back to Report, Port, 970 WDYM, 93.1 FM, 701 293 970 9329 email, talk at WDAY.com, uh, email, or uh, you can tweet me as well, at Rob Port, and uh, like I said, we're having a preview, this is the last segment of uh, the show today, because uh, we have a, well, we have a Cubbies game coming up, pregame starts here at 1245, so uh, just, a, just a little bit short, and, and I want to I pitch something, too. Um, that we have, uh, we have a podcast of this show. And I got, there are a lot of people who really like the podcast version of the show, Ben. Um, yeah. people, people outside the listening area, uh, people who maybe for whatever reason, work reasons or whatever, they, they can't tune in when the show's on. Uh, I get, you know, obviously I get a lot of feedback, um, you know, people emailing about me about things they heard on the show live, like during the broadcast or right after the broadcast. I get another influx after you know a little while after the podcast goes up and people start listening to the podcast a lot of people listen that way if you want to tune in that way uh it's free it's easy whether you have an iPhone or an Android phone um you know you can you can there are pocket there are um podcasting apps you can get uh but both i think both the, the apple phones and the android phones have you know like like i think on android like google music's baked in and you can do the podcast through there it's it's super easy if you go to com. Uh, there's a tab at the top called the Rob report if you click there there's um, you can, there's there's links for, for the feeds and everything there's links to descri- to subscribe uh, via iTunes there's a link to subscribe uh, via the, the Android or there's just an if you use your own if you're familiar with podcasts and you use your own uh, app you know the feeds there um, or we're, we're already listed on most of these services as well so if you're already using one if you just search for us, if you download a podcast app, or you're already using a podcast app, and you just search for us, um, you can find us. Uh, just search for the Rob Report, or search for WDAY, or maybe just Rob Port. And I, and one of those ways, we should pop up. Uh, you could subscribe, and uh, yeah, it's a great way to follow the show as well. So if, if um, and like I said, a lot of people do. And I was just when I was at that Chamber of Commerce event, it was over in Bismarck, and of course, over in Bismarck, you know, a lot of people are kind of out of our listening area. Um, I had a lot of people when I was talking to them. They're talking about things on the show, uh, saying that they heard it on the podcast. So um, it's, it's very gratifying to hear. I'm glad people are listening that way. Uh, and if you uh, if, if you want the audio of the show delivered to you daily, um, and, and I know sometimes because like when we do interviews, people want to listen to the interview again, right? Um, you know, and I I also try to put all the audio up at sayanythingblog.com. But uh, the podcast, you know, that way you'll get it for sure. It'll be delivered right to your devices. It's a great way to listen. So, are, are you a podcaster, Ben? You like podcasts? I'm not super big on po- uh, podcasting yet. A couple movie ones, though. Yeah. yeah, I listen to, I listen to a lot. I, I put them in a lot uh, when I'm like doing housework, like when I'm doing laundry, right. or uh, you know, mopping the floors. Can or have something. some white I'll noise in the background while you're working. Yeah, I, I put them. On, I put them on head. My problem is, you know what I do all the time? Yeah. Is like I'll be washing dishes or something. I'll be home alone or mopping the floor or something, and I'll have my earbuds in, and then like somebody will come in like behind me, and scare my daughter. Did that I to me one time. That. I didn't think she was home. So I was scared the bejesus out of me. That was frightening. And then and now I'm like paranoid of it though. Like now I'll be I'll be like, oh my god, somebody's behind me, and I'll whip, whip around. Right. Oh, nobody's there. Yeah. But you feel Those like you're the, being watched. You feel uh, like you're being watched. You know what I did one time? I was listening to – it was around Halloween, and I'd gotten mm-hmm. some podcasts. So the podcast was – it was like people wrote in their stories of, like, creepy moments, mm-hmm. and then they had, like, a voice actor narrate them, basically. And so I was out – I I'd go out to this nature trail near Minot to walk. And I'd gotten out there kind of late. And so the sun was down and it got dark about halfway through. And I saw it about a mile to go on the trail and it was pretty much full darkness. And the story I'm listening to is about somebody who's being followed on a trail like that. <laughs> oh, no. It was terrible. Oh, I, no. I basically ran the rest of the way. And I think it was, I don't, you know, I would. I'm, I'm a, I'm a big fat blogger. And so running is not my thing, but I ran that night. And it was terrifying and it was scary. So, anyway, but podcasts are fun. I like podcasts. It's amazing. It, it's just, it's an amazing technology. And I've, I, I listen to all the cliched, like, true crime podcasts. I'm listening to this one. It's called Teacher's Pet. Uh, it's about um, a, a guy who sure seems to me like he murdered his wife out of Australia. Um, that's a great one. The In the Dark podcast, their first season, did the Jacob Wetterling case. Ooh. Which was, uh, which was just fantastic. I, I didn't know all the ins and outs of that case. That was a fantastic one. So lots of good podcasts out there listening to. Uh, let's see. What else do we want to close out with here? The, uh, the Senate race is chugging along. Oh, I am working on for this show and I I have an agreement in principle with uh, the the two candidates, the two house candidates, um, Kelly Armstrong and Max Schneider. I'm thinking it's looking like maybe the first week of September. We're still working with both campaigns, and I realize they're busy, uh, but they both agreed in principle to get them on the air at the same time, do a little debate here on the radio show between the two candidates. That'll be interesting. Um, So that'd be fun. I'd love to do the Senate debate. I'd love to do the Senate race as well. I have a feeling Senator Heitkamp's not going to come on the program.
1: Mm, Yeah, I I wouldn't bet on it.
0: Probably not, yeah. um, but what we may do is we may just put Kramer on for an hour that day. We invited her. We'll put him on for an hour. He yeah. can take questions. We can, have a, we can have a discussion with him, and I, I think the other really interesting race um, to do would maybe be the Secretary of State race and get Josh. Well, Josh Brochet is great about coming on the program, um, and uh, we'll get uh, Al Jagger on, too. I, independent candidate. <laughs> Republican-endorsed independent candidate, Al Jagger, on the program uh get those two guys on and uh and run them through their paces and let them take questions cuz I think that's a lot of fun. All right. That's it for me today. Cubbies game straight ahead. Stay tuned for that. You can always catch me here Monday through Friday on 970 WDAY AM, 93.1 FM, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at sayanythingblog.com. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again.